I'm Na. And I'm Nicole. And this is 20 and Some Change. On this episode, we're talking about friendships. Sometimes the hardest breakups we can have involve a friend. When is it time to walk away? And how do we know if the friendship is worth having? The worst type of breakup is often the one that involves friendship. Usually, these relationships have been created for years. And I mean, you know the deepest parts about this person. So it's so hard when you have to separate for whatever reason because it's almost like you're losing a part of yourself. I couldn't agree more. And I feel like it stings the most because you have the most history with that person. Like you said, we learn the deepest parts about that person. We meet their families and we just get so ingrained in each other's lives. And then all of a sudden, we can't be friends anymore. So when it gets to that point of not being friends, what's happened to me is that it has to reach this unforgiving point where that person oversteps so much so that you cannot turn a blind eye anymore. It's kind of rough because once that point has been reached, you start noticing all of the other flags that popped up in the past that you kind of ignored. Exactly. And you don't realize that this friendship could have been like the most toxic relationship you've experienced, you know, because not everybody has romantic relationships, but you do have a best friend. And if you do get to the point where you're not friends anymore, you realize all the toxicity, you realize all the flags that you ignored And it just hits you like a truck. For me, that point where I walk away or one point where I did have to was when a friend purposely kept me out of the loop of what they were doing. When I noticed all of the lies and when I noticed that a lot of stuff wasn't adding up. It's almost like it becomes really confusing because you don't understand why that person has to lie so much. And it isn't until the very end when you've kind of gotten through that mess when you can understand why that person was acting the way that they were. But for this instance, it was because of a guy. Me and Nicole are talking about a friend in particular where she hooked up with this guy. It got really serious, but suddenly she became really secretive. To the point where it was weird. And it's hard because you want to be there for that friend. You want to be happy that, you know, she's found someone and you don't want to rain on her parade. But sometimes people do get blinded, you know, and obviously you still want to be there for your friend. But at what cost? Because now your friend isn't even treating you like a friend. She was lying to us about why she couldn't see us. Come to find out, she was using our names as excuses to be out with this guy. So the whole time she could have been with us and she wasn't. She started to slip off from school and people from her school would hit me up. And that in itself is so weird because if other people have to come to me and ask like what's going on with you, then something is wrong, you know, and 
a lot of manipulation was happening because she would tell me and different people like, oh, I want to tell you, I've been waiting to tell you. And I get it because, you know, there's like a shame factor. Like you don't want to, at first, that's what I thought that, oh, she probably doesn't know how to say that she got trapped into this relationship with this guy. But to me, it's like, you have so much support and you know that we're the type of friends that would ride for you. And there's no reason to lie to us because you know, we would be there for you 100%, you know, and to get you through this to get you away from this dude. But the lies just keep happening. And instead, it was flipped on us that we were the bad friends that we were the bad influences that we partied too much. And we wanted you to lie to your family whole time. It was the dude doing that. So it was just a very messy situation and very anxiety inducing, especially because, you know, we have our own lives still. So not only are we going through what we're going through, but now we're worried about you. We're worried about your safety. We're worried about this dude. And this dude is trying to hit me up and be hella weird trying to talk to me. I was really about to cuss him out, but I was like, okay, let me not. And then he could flip it on me talking about, see, I told you she was a bad friend, you know? So I can't, I couldn't even tell this dude off. And that whole thing, that whole situation, mind you, Na wasn't in the country. So we just kept having to relay it to her. Yeah. So on my end, it was really confusing. There was just so much going on that it was almost unbelievable. Mind you, I've known this person, I think at that point for like 16 years. It was just beyond out of character for her to be acting this way. And there was no way for me to contact her. I wasn't able to contact any of her family members. So I was really just left in the dark. And those months leading up to it, I look back at those messages and it's kind of heartbreaking because a lot of them were lies and it was probably lies for protection because I remember there was one message where she was asking me, oh, what kind of phone do you have? I'm just checking all of the phones that are linked up to my car system. I just want to make sure that this one's yours. Exactly. I got the same message and I was like, this shit is weird. Yeah. He was basically trying to check who she had been with. Basically, like who was in her circle and whether or not that person was going to be a threat. That's scary. That is scary. And I even remember another text saying, hey, can you delete our pictures of us? Because like my dad saw our pictures and I just don't want my pictures out there. Mind you, delete my pictures, my memories from my drive. Who is going to get into my drive? Nobody. And that's just weirdo behavior coming from the dude. For sure. So, I mean, at the root of this, like we have two sides. We have someone who is trying to maintain these different lives and relationships, but is simultaneously giving up a part of themselves. And then you have us, the friends, who are confused, worried, and left out in the dark, 
just asking themselves, what's going on and who even is this anymore? So it just got to a point where we didn't know what to do. She eventually was skipping all of her classes. She wasn't coming home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was just lying to every single person around her, including her parents and her brothers. And it was really frustrating because, I mean, I'm all the way on the other side of the world saying, literally screaming on the phone, go to her brothers, go to her brothers, only to find out that she's got a hook on them and they're believing everything that's coming out of her mouth, which is all a lie. And it's it's just frustrating because it's like, I can't help you anymore. Like it literally is painful for us to help you because we're trying to help you. And instead we're painted as the bad guys. Instead we're painted as these bad influences who are just jealous of this dude and jealous that you're spending time with him and not us, which does not even sound like us. At that point, I feel like for all of us, it was so, it just hurt. Cause it's like, bro, we're really, we honestly love you and we're trying to help you. But we can't because you don't want our help. And that was the saddest part because you know your friends so well, right? Everyone knows their friends really well. And so most of our friends, they have like this motivation to be better, to do better, and to strive for their goals. And all of a sudden, we saw this person diminish and fade. And so with that fading, we lost a part of ourselves too. Everything changed. When we first got together, when I came back into the country, we just stared at each other. It was so weird (laughs) because I mean, I'm coming back and like, it's weird to have me back. We have someone missing in the group and we're just staring at each other, like tapping our glasses, like yeah three musketeers huh? right like this is it like she's not coming mm-hmm. no one she is a victim right which is why it's so heartbreaking because she is a victim and this dude has such a strong hold on her that made her turn her back on everybody but at the same time you are literally going to ruin yourself if you keep trying to fight for this person who can't even accept that love anymore that's just the time for you to walk away. And that was a really hard and heartbreaking decision for all of us. Because again, we thought like we were going to be in each other's lives forever. And with your friendships, that's usually what you think like that you're locked in with this person forever. And then it gets to that point where it's like, we can't do it. Yeah. And it is that forever thing that really holds us. And I think that's one of the main reasons why we try and stick to each other for so long, because thinking about losing your friend sucks. It's hard. And then to think about trying to make new friends on top of that, it's almost like, where do you start? Because a lot of us have friendships from school that have just lasted so long. And so we're we're kind of privileged to have those types of friendships. And then you may have your occasional work friend, but it rarely ever becomes on that intimate level of that friend that you've known since like your childhood or from school. Right. And you don't really want to lose that type of friendship. 
You don't. And I feel like for a majority of friendships, that history keeps you stuck to that person. You're like, no, we'll get over this. It's not like we just had a mini argument. Okay, like this was a very life changing, impactful thing that not only was damaging now to that person, but it's damaging to not one, but three other friendships. So that's one type of scenario where it just blows up completely. You try and salvage what's there, but you realize that there's just no going back. But that's not always how it is. Some friendships can reach a bump in the road. It's not something so serious to the point where it's either you fix it now or the friendship is over, but it does reach a point where it's like, okay, we need to talk about this or else we're just not going to be the same. Has something like that ever happened to you? In one of my friendships, and I'm pretty sure people experience this all the time, especially when we're younger, we let our egos get in the way, right? And we don't want to be the one to back down or to show that they're weak or that they care too much. With this one friendship, it was just, I had so many people questioning me, like, why are you still friends with this person? You know, because obviously the people around me, they care about me. They don't want me to go through this. But I'm the type of person where it's like, it's so hard for me to let go. I'm one of those people where it's like, oh, if we have history together, like it's really hard for me to let go. So I really wanted this friendship to work. Even if I felt that I was being treated less than I deserved because I was like, oh, she'll change. But you can't just expect that person to change. You really have to communicate like, if I want this friendship to last, this is what I need from you. What do you need from me? And you really need to be honest about how they're treating you and how they make you feel. Because if they don't know that, maybe they're maybe they do know that, right? But they just think, "Oh, she's just going to keep taking it." So you need to make it clear. And if that friend still continues to disregard how you feel, that's your sign that you need to let go of that friendship. So I feel like when we're younger, right, in high school, you have your friends, but then once you start liking different things or going into different groups, someone starts to choose up, right? And you start to gain popularity, whatever the case may be, and you end up, you're still friends with this person, but you end up not hanging out with them anymore, or you start just being secretive about your friendship, having to hide it because maybe they don't amount to what you think is popular or what you think is cool, right? Mm. And I think for a lot of younger people, that's really how it is because in high school, you know, even though that's your friend, you're still trying to be on top. And sometimes this leads to secret competitions in the friendship. When this was happening to me, I was just so confused because I was like, I know you, this isn't you. I know that you're perfect right now and I don't get it, especially because there's no reason for us to be in competition with each other, right? And you end up getting treated less than you deserve because now maybe you're uncool to them or now you can't give them what they want from other people, right? And obviously that really hurts because if I was so close to you and you're choosing to act completely different, right? But it's like, you're hanging out with these people, but you're not telling them your secrets. You're still coming to meet event to talk about your deepest secrets about what's hurting you, but you can't be my friend in public. 
And that is just, it's heartbreaking, honestly. And it's yeah. like, why are you acting like that? You know? And I had people around me saying, bro, like, why are you even still her friend? Like, what is happening? For the longest time, people would question, why are you still friends with her? Especially because I feel like, yeah, I do like to hold on to people who I have history with. But at the same time, I'm not about to put up with anybody's shit. So it's very confusing to people <laughs> when I was in that situation. But, you know, we grow. And I think a big part of that is communicating with that friend because obviously you still love that person, right? And so you need to communicate your feelings to that friend. And if they love you the same way, they will reflect and change their behavior, especially if they want to be your friend, you know? So mm -hmm. it doesn't have to end in like such a drastic way. But you do have to set aside your egos you have to get really real and raw with that person. Mm -hmm. And you have to figure out how to compromise, which is honestly such a tough thing to do. Because a lot of the time, we don't want to compromise because it feels like we're giving up a part of ourselves in order to reach that end goal. But if you love that person, and if you guys can grow together, then I think in some way you should be able to reach common ground. Exactly. And that's how you'll know. That's how you'll know when it's a friendship worth keeping. When that other person and you are on the same page and you guys both take accountability for your actions, which is such a big thing. And I feel like that's still hard. You know, that's hard when you're out of high school because you still have that why. I don't have to do that. Or like for what? Mm -hmm. But it's like, no. You know, you care about this person. Don't front. You care about that person mm -hmm. and they care about you too. So what can we do to fix this and keep it a friendship that lasts? So yeah, friendships are one of the hardest things to maintain because we're so comfortable with each other and we just obviously still want to keep being friends. And it's not always easy to know because just like any toxic relationship, there's things that keep you there. But I feel like once you get to that point, you'll know. You'll know when it's hurting you enough where it's not worth to be in that friendship anymore. But sometimes if you're not able to reach that common ground and instead their true colors come out, you do have to muster the courage to walk away. And... It's happened to me many times, and it usually comes out in sinister and shady ways. Like, you'll be asking yourself, did she really say that? Is he trying to gaslight me? Did she actually mean it in that way? And those are the things that you really need to watch out for, because those red flags can quickly turn into fires. In particular, there was this one friend that was acting really suspicious. And we were going out together. It was a cool day at the club. You know, drinks are flowing. We're having a great time. And she introduces me to this guy. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, that guy's cute. Like, you know, honestly, I had not been in the game that much. I was messing around with some college dudes. But this guy looked like a man, if you know what I mean. So I, <laughs> I was excited. <laughs> 
So, yeah, it was going good at the club. You know, you know how the club scene goes, though, like, we're all drunk. We're all just touching <laughs> each other for no reason. But, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, we were holding hands. It seems, like, very, like, different, you know, different from these other dudes that I have been associated with. So I was just excited. I got his number, like, seemed like it was going to be cool. Then he basically ghosts me. He at first wants to go on a date with me. Then he's like, no, I just want to fuck. And I got mad because I was really like, no, we were holding hands at the club. Like, I (laughs) thought we were going to be, you were supposed to be different. What the fuck? And I just was like, that's not me. But I hope you find what you're looking for. Like two, three months goes by. The friend that I went to the club with, that man and what I thought was my friend get together and get in a relationship. Like, like, and I mean, like, oh, they, they're together like glue. It's like they knew each other for the longest time. And normally I wouldn't have done a double take on that. Like, oh, good for you, girl. I'm so glad that you found someone that can really, that really fits you and really appreciates you. Like, yeah, he treated me like that. But like, honestly, if he's doing way better for you, hey, if you like it, I love it. But then I got to thinking. Hmm. You know, at the club, they were acting real suspicious together, though. She did kind of use me to get closer to him at the club. And I just started connecting dots. And I realized that this friend basically used me as a pawn to see whether or not that this guy would mess around with me so she could see if he was really like up to her standards to see if he could restrain himself for her. Now, what kind of friend does that? So stuff like that happens and you really got to, you got to collect yourself. The one thing that I was worried about when this happened was how am I going to make her see how this was wrong? And I really tried to do that. Multiple times. Multiple times. And you know what? You're such a loyal friend, actually, because as we're going through these stories, for the type of person that you are to like bounce on someone quickly, you still stayed in like these friendships. So you really tried to give them the benefit of the doubt and tried to, you know, see pink flags, not red. So I did. And but that's one of the problems that I have is like, I will monitor the flags. I won't forget about it, which I mean, maybe that's a good thing, but I won't talk about it when it happens. So that's honestly where I falter. But with this friend in particular, I really had to collect myself and figure out exactly what I was going to say without coming off as jealous or bitter. And that's tough because I feel like that's the first place you would go. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you don't have a man and you see me happy and that's a problem for you. When that wasn't it at all. So I did try to make her see how she got me messed up. And she just didn't understand it. And at that point, I really had to just think about how much of my energy was I putting into trying to change her mindset. And how much better would I feel if I just walked away and just said, I tried. I did my best. And now I'm just going to like let you go. Right. And you know, that's really what it is. We're going to go through so many different levels of friendships, but I think each of us have those few friends that we know 
are our best friends because we can have these intimate talks. We'll be there for each other. There's no shadiness or secret agendas. But if you do end up having one of these friendship heartbreaks, it gets easier. I honestly didn't know. Obviously, I know my life would go on, but I didn't know how it would go on without this one friend. But honestly, especially if you focus on yourself and the love that's around you, it's not easy, but it gets easier. You know, you still have those good memories that you can hold on to. You can still take the friendship for what it was. It was a learning lesson. And that's all you can really do. You know, you remember the good things, but you also have to remember why it ended in the first place. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate your support. If you'd like to connect with us more, follow us on the gram at 20 and some change. Thank you.